from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. In a second, I want Jeanette to hear something that Tom Brady talked about yesterday as her Buccaneers and her Tommy get set to play the San Francisco 49ers this weekend out in San Fran. I miss Jimmy G already. (laughs) We all do. We... We all do. Who is your, um, other than Brady, who is your replacement quarterback now that Jimmy G... Is? And by the way, Jimmy G, nothing to do with his play. It's everything to do with how everything he looks. Else. Yeah, how is, who's your replacement quarterback with Jimmy G shelf for the year now? Other than Tommy. Nobody right now. Really? Yeah. I feel like we should window shop. We should go window shopping with Jimmy. You guys Jeanette. want to do the research for, for sure. me and make a case. At Ken Levick Alive, we have no problem objectifying NFL players, and that's what we're going to do with I Jeanette. do it all the time. <laughs> I just have a platform to announce it. <laughs> she has the platform, and she doesn't care. Try and cancel her. She's going to keep objectifying NFL quarterbacks. Come at me, bros! <laughs> Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint Placement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. So we were, before we hear from Tom Brady, we were discussing, is there a certain age where married couples decide it's easier to sleep in different rooms or at least sleep in different beds? Um, and and why would that be the case? And Jeanette's thing is, I'm never going to stop wanting to have a physical component to the relationship, and that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's special because I I think it, it, there's no doubt that that um, intercourse is a a a key component to I think for many human happiness. Yes. Like, there's a reason it exists. There's a reason that it exists in order to... Pro, uh, as long as you don't abuse it, right, it's but, not an addiction. But there's yes. a reason that it it, it exists to, to procreate. It's because... And, and humans are the only species that find it to be desirable, right? And there's a reason for that. So it should be happening. That said, when you get to a certain age, it becomes more and more difficult. Uh, and some just lose the desire altogether. There are chemical imbalances that take place. And Jeanette's saying, ah! Well, there's stuff that can fix that. Yeah, but that costs money, and that takes time. So maybe for some people, it's just not a viable option for them, right? And so uh, maybe, you know, separating beds, the love is still there, but the physical component's not, so you might as well sleep in comfort, exist in comfort. Um, and, And then I got this message from Chris during the break, and we're trying to figure out at what point does one make the decision to separate a better sleep in a different room, knowing that the marriage is fine, it's good, you're a partnership, but there's just no ability to and no need to sleep in the same bed any longer. It doesn't change anything. You're just not in the same bed. Chris um, tweets in, Ken, stop talking about this. You have zero data. What data? What are you talking about? If people sleep in other rooms, it's not because of sex. It's because a bad sleeper, one gets up 10 times a night, or snores. The sleep apnea mask actually fixes the problem. Stone. I, oh, it's not that serious. Why? That comes off as angry. 
Why, Chris? Why is Chris angry? Zero, zero data. What data are we talking about? There's no data to be I don't had. Know what a... We're not. We're not talking about data. We're talking about why somebody would stop sleeping in the same bed as an old age married couple. That requires zero data. And is what are it you weird? Talking about? Is it weird for me to hear that people stop doing the boom boom after they after they get at a certain age and sleep in different beds? But but it, to Chris's point, like outside of him being snippy and angry, which again is really a weird response to what we were talking about. Um, Prostate issues, peeing 10 times a night, you as a partner, certainly of older, once you get to an older age, like it disrupts your sleep if your partner is peeing 10 times a night, which absolutely happens, especially in the male realm. You understand why that would be annoying, right? For sure, yeah. Um, uh, Sleep apnea. I, I come from a family of people that suffer greatly from sleep apnea. I, in a different life, when I was a little bit bigger, um, uh, I had very bad sleep apnea and was a bad snorer. And so I could certainly understand why if you're at a certain age and you don't have a mask to treat that in the mask, absolutely work. And Chris, again, sorry to offend your sensibilities. We weren't trying to offend those that are pro sleep apnea mask. I didn't realize that that was mm, a thing. Wait. Sleep apnea masks are very good and very positive and absolutely work. I want to put that on public record before we make somebody else angry, but that would be a reason why you would sleep in a different or a different room as well. So Chris is right on that account. Is that what the chicken rotisserie thingies, the skewers? Yes, are? it was. Okay. Yes, it was. But I appreciate you for giving that data out there for <laughs> anybody who's uh, yeah. who needs it. Wait, well, the, the, there's the data. Mm-hmm. What? The data. <laughs> the, 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 the data came from at what age? You know, do you separate the beds? I think we'll, we'll leave it alone. But I think that's what data he was looking for. Like you're you're pretending to know at what age. Eighty one and a half years is the average age of when you separate the beds. There's your data. And do me a big favor. And what? And cut the, the 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 bites of me just saying absolutely not. I'm going to plan to be as physical as possible till I'm six feet under the ground, <laughs> and save that and send it to whoever I seriously date. As oh, my friends, you know? yeah, yeah, because they're going to need to know that before. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll get that done in post production. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> um, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady yesterday is headed back home to the Bay Area, born and raised in California. He's going to play the San Francisco 49ers, and I thought it was really sweet. Um, he was talking about he was talking about what it means to him to go back home and all of his memories, um, especially competing in sports and his friends back home. Here's um, here's here's Tom Brady. I had so many friends growing up there, and, and Sarah was a great baseball school, and I loved baseball. I started playing football and, and fell in love with football because of the camaraderie of it all. And um, I was always the kid that was trying to prove myself to everyone. And, you know, there was one thing in sports that I was really good in basically a lot of sports. I was really good in baseball, threw the ball well. I hit the ball really well. I was really good in golf. I was good in any sport I was really good at. I'm good in ping pong. I'm good in darts. I'm good. It's, I just can't run. <laughs> and I can't jump. So running and jumping are a problem. <laughs> so I always tried to work hard at those things. You know, so I put the dot drills down because those would help move my feet faster. And, you know, that really helped me, I think, get into college. And then I kept working at it and I still work at it. I was out there working on my running today. You know, Griff's going, man, you got to move faster than that, man. You're just not moving as quick today, you know, which is, I can't afford to be, you know, 80% of my quickness because that's really slow. I got to be 100% of my slowness, which gives me at least a fighting chance. So, um, yeah, I just keep working. I, I worked at it when I was in high school. I worked at, you know, I woke up every day at six o'clock and I, I tell my kids, man, I, um, I, I wasn't a great student. You know, I had no interest in school. You know, I just, 
Yeah, I lost. I lost that. I wouldn't have been good at that. I, I was good in sports, and I found a good profession for it. So um, lucky to find a lot of people in my life that supported me in that journey, and parents were at the top of the list. Sisters motivated me, you know. I was always cheering them on up you know, at Beresford Park and Hillsdale High School, and, um, you know, it was just a, just a kid growing up like all of us were and trying to, trying to have some fun, and here I am many years later and going back and going to, try to go home and, and uh, give people what they want. So that's what we'll try to do. Man, it, it's cool to hear a guy going back home who talks about what school was like for him and high school was like for him and playing sports was like for him and all the friends and all the influences. And I love the anecdote about running for class president and going back and everyone that supported him and going back home to give the people what they want. And it occurred to me that in 2023 – Dare I say, Tom Brady, San Francisco 49ers quarterback, Jeanette. That's what you're ending this with? You did all of that to drop that. It just sounds like the man's wistful about home. And it looks like the San Francisco 49ers, maybe, just maybe, could be a landing spot for him. He's not ready to hang it up. You know, that's why you're uh, a pretty darn good professional. Because my mind did not even go there listening to that. I but, don't. I w- I had a compl- I was building reactions in my mind. Like, I was, oh, this is great. This uh, is what I'm gonna say. Well, and then he dropped that petty. <laughs> poop, I'm, poop. Ju- <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, doesn't he sound as if he feels a deep connection with the Bay Area? You know, for sure. And if his ending wish is to retire to the football team that he grew up adoring, I think he has earned. The respect. Well, this is very mature. To do so. Wow. That is very mature. Am I going to cry and be an absolute mess on this show and show up with a bottle of wine in my little <laughs> Tervis side right here, right here? No, I actually... Oh, 150%. Well, the bottle of wine, fine, but I like the idea of you having something in a paper bag and you walking in here just stumbling mm, it off. A Four loco. I miss Tommy. No, you want to yeah. know. Let's not have me drink a Four loco. Four loco, by the way, has to be drank out of a paper bag, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes. Mandated. No, no mandated. it doesn't. 100% mandated. Loud and proud, honey. No. <laughs> loud and proud. 100% mandated. Uh-huh. Hey, uh, <laughs> it's, it, it, it's a Colt 45 paper bag. <laughs> yeah. Four loco, Colt 45. King Cobra. It is, uh, it is really interesting you bring it up because I don't think the Buccaneers necessarily say no to getting rid of Tom Brady and bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo. Like I'm sure they're oh on the winning God, side, the cheaper would... <gasps> side of that. But they can't trade though, right? Because no. the because well, Brady, the, this is only a one year deal with him, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yes. w- whatever way there is to get it done, I think you're right. Tom Brady does sound like he is inching towards that. That was a little weird. That was a little weird. I'm surprised you took that angle because I was more so going to say like, imagine if someone else got up to the podium and started talking like that. Well, let me, let's you would it... then ask yourself, who cares? Who gives? Yeah, every... yeah. But all I'm t- let's put it this way. Do we do we think it's more likely that Tom Brady retires after this season or Tom Brady plays for a different team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season or next season? I think if he can get to the 49ers, if he can get to somewhere he wants to, then he'll play another season. But if if that door's closed, then no. He will he will be dictating to whoever what his what plan he is. wants. He's going to be the one who's on the front foot with all of that. And as a Tampa Bay fan, I am okay with that. If he were to go to like the Panthers or yeah. something who yeah. just need a quarterback now, or the Saints, I'd be like, 
What are you doing? Right, that now, would be weird. Now, what the hell are we doing? Because you guys are talking about this in a positive light. You as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan just said you'd be okay with it. What about Mr. Aaron Rodgers? We're going to mope, whine, what? and no, complain no, when he leads up. his march to where he what? wants to go, when he dictates where he wants to go. We're going to shine yeah. that in a negative light saying, of course, he's going to try to get what he wants because why and hasn't by, he ever? And by why the way, are we bringing up Aaron Rodgers talking about Tom Brady? There's, there's no difference between the two situations at all. They're, they're two they're, completely different players. They're, they're, it's the exact same situation. They're both on the decline of their careers. They're both getting pushed out of where they're at. They're both have tried wow. to retire already. They both have come back. They both have, have quarrels in their wow. organizations. One's going to the playoffs this year, probably, and one's not. Tom Brady is not being pushed out the door. One plays in the NFC South, and one plays in the AFC North with a 10-2 and two Minnesota Vikings team. And also, team. everybody respects and adores playing for Tom Brady. Or I don't know if everybody, but... Most people. Yes, that's accurate. And, and by the way, more, both, way more than Aaron Rodgers. Both Brady and Garoppolo free agents after this right. season, so maybe the Buccaneers would go get Jimmy G. Now, let me ask you this hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Give me, give me. Say you lose Brady, but you gain a Garoppolo. Uh, what is that going to do to your world? <laughs> She's I'll lost control wine. of her arms. She's just <laughs> T Rexing the table right now. Um, I've been compared to a T Rex way too many times. Can we stop? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but, but, but. Do do you think Tom Brady walks away? What's more likely, Stone? Tom Brady walks away after this year? No matter what the Buccaneers do, Tom Brady walks away after this year or he plays in San Francisco? Um, or plays away from Tampa Bay? God, it, it's loaded, but I'm going to agree with exactly what Jeanette said. It depends on who is at the front door. And if nobody's at the front door that he likes or wants to open the door to, he's gone. He's done. He'll hang now, it up. If you're San Francisco, who would you rather have? Brady or Rodgers? Brady. Hands down. It's a really tough argument because you're talking about a guy who's seven years older, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and, See, that's, and, and that's the thing, Jeanette. Like, Brady is probably less drama because he's going to, like, tow company line most of the time. The most edgy stuff he does is on social media. And way more accomplished overall. But I would say Aaron Rodgers maybe on a play-by-play basis is more effective than Tom Brady is. Especially in that West Coast offense, right? When a lot of it, it does implement some of the zone read stuff, some of that RPO, some of that getting outside of the hashes and outside of the pocket yeah. and making things happen. Yeah, I think I would lean Aaron Rodgers there. What is, what is more likely to happen, do you think? Tom Brady, who wistfully spoke about his time growing up in California. What is more likely to happen? Tom Brady retiring or Tom Brady playing in a place not Tampa Bay? Okay, can you, you need to add a different element to that though going to somewhere he wants to play or somewhere he wants yeah away from tampa bay yes retiring or going to someplace not tampa bay that is a good fit that he's for him. personally passionate that, about okay right right because you're right he's not going to go to the bears it's he's like, not going to go to houston i absolutely love what i do here at espn west palm but if the orlando magic were like hey mm. we need an in-game host oh, right now tomorrow Guess where I'm going. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tom Brady, more likely to retire after this year. And keep in mind, his team's probably going to win the South. And it's probably going to go to the playoffs, as mid as they might be. They're probably going to be a playoff team and host a playoff game. Now, we kind of solidified that Monday night. They are underdogs to the San Francisco 49ers, led by Mr. Brock Purdy. They are three-and-a-half-point underdogs. Really? To Brock Purdy. I didn't realize that Just they were. put that out uh, there. Yeah. All right. Should I put my money on that? I mean, you, my $60? You very well could. More likely for Tom Brady, 
to retire or play for a team not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Jay in Jupiter. What's going on, Jay? So let me make sure I'm getting this correct, Ken. So, Jeanette, I have an opportunity to go out with the, the lovely 25-year-old Jeanette, right? And I pass. No, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to chill out. So then 10 years later, she comes on the market again. She's divorced. She's still a babe. I got an opportunity to go out with her again. No, I'm good. I'm going to pass. Jeanette is now 52 years old. Now I'm going to go out with Jeanette? <laughs> That's what you're trying to tell me with my 49ers? Because we've had ample opportunity to get involved with Tom Brady. Yeah. Ample. Yeah. So now on opening night, he's going to be 46 years old. <laughs> and so like third time around, you're going to give it you a go final. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, man. So believe. so let me let me ask you this. I'm legit but Jay, Thank Jay, you, Jay. In this hypothetical, what about the the crazy girl that you sort of uh, flirted with but you never really committed to and suddenly they become available at age like 41 and feeling frisky fresh off of a divorce and they still have a, a really strong a hot body. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers and and she becomes available. How are you are you pursuing that? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that part because you do understand that at this particular time, I'm pretty well adjusted. Do I want to get involved in that? No, I don't. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm pretty well adjusted at this point where we are. If I get involved in that, you could actually wreck what I'm doing right now. I'm not saying that it could be bad. You could wreck me. You could end up wrecking my credit. You could end up getting me in trouble. <laughs> I don't want to get everything. involved with Aaron Rodgers now. I'll uh, take everything. No. Oh, man. That is right. Mm-hmm. So then, what is the third part of this for you, Jay? Are you ready to rock out with Rock Purdy if they do get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, or do you just want to pick up somebody's backup? Are you okay with that? Ken, you're going to kill me for this, but he just looked like he knew what he was doing. He kind of looked did. like a guy. He said he looked like a guy who, like, something breaks in your house, and then, like, your nephew shows up. And in the process of your nephew showing up, he, like, drops the wrench, but then he picks it up. And then you watching him, you like, okay, he knows what he's doing. Just get yep. out of his way, let him do it. Yep. He, he now is this my mechanic for? Is this my mechanic for the duration? No, but I think I'm gonna hold on to him for a little while. Yeah, it can I be a placeholder. Do it for a little while. Jay, I don't I'm know. out. I'm out on Jimmy G though. I'm out on Jimmy G. I'm out. What mm. about physically? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, Jesus <laughs> I'm, I'm out. I'm out on Jimmy G. I'm out. <laughs> All the way around. I'm out on Jimmy G. This is the second time in three years, yeah. and season-ending injuries, which wrecked our season, by the way. Yep. Yep. Well, I can't depend on your best ability is your availability. And if you can't stay healthy, there's no reason for me to continue to invest in you. I'm out on Jimmy G, yo. And I loved him. I was a huge Jimmy G guy, but I'm out. He can't stay healthy. Yeah. I'm out. I think that's fair. Jay, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Now, Brock Purdy, I'm not mad at Jay for that because Brock Purdy kind of looks like a guy who played or made 47 starts in college and had a run first offense that he was able to manage. And don't you trust Kyle Shanahan? Right. Don't you like Brock, Purdy, Brock Purdy's not like a championship caliber, but can he be a placeholder for a couple of years and make you competitive? Yeah. Don't you trust Sean McVay? Don't you think Baker Mayfield, who has starts in the NFL and has led a team to an 11-5 record, don't you think he's worthy of being a placeholder in the NFL or starting next year? If we're talking about Brock Purdy here, a rookie, a 22-year-old kid. If he can humble himself. Sure. If Baker can humble himself. Sure, if, if Brock Purdy can prove himself. Okay. We're talking about one performance over the Miami Dolphins. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. And maybe we look back even a month from now and we say, Boy, well, we're, we, we, are we silly for Brock, <laughs> jumping on the Brock? Pretty- I mean, I mean I'm still on. offended that the Dolphins lost to the man. 
But we, we're the one giving him this life. We're the one giving this kid Brock Purdy oxygen. Ben Solak of the Ringer wrote a whole column today about how Brock Purdy might just be a guy who can win the 49ers playoff games. So that's why I texted you when Jimmy G got out. I was like, I don't want him to be replaced because I was watching Birdie, and I was like, even if Jimmy G was able to come back on the field this season, Birdie looked good out there. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I think, honestly, it, it speaks more to the fact that Jimmy G doesn't do a lot in that offense. Right? Kyle Shanahan yes. makes it very easy. Yes. So I didn't, wasn't impressed with yes. Brock Purdy. I said, good, he knows the playbook. He understands the assignment. He's in the correct down and distances and executing the right like reason Jimmy progression. G, he's not required to do an no. awful lot because you have a very good scheme and you have some absolute elite all-pro players around you. When you can work with Kittle and Debo and run the ball like they do, that say, makes your life so much easier. Don't forget about that one. Uh, I think he was number 22. He's top five running back in the league right now, right. Christian McCaffrey. Man, I... I uh, Jay makes a good point. Why go for the old, old, old person? Now, that said, what we didn't bring up in this hypothetical is what we were talking about. If it was you, and Jay used you as the example, at 52, you're still getting it in. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but Jay didn't. I wanted so to I, say that, uh-huh. but I was like, it's yeah, not. Yeah. He was very passionate about But it was in the that. back of my mind the entire time. I mean, I'd still perform. Uh, can we discuss, too, what is <laughs> still given 110%. Uh-huh. Um, what is going on with Tom Brady's body? Like, why is he getting smaller and smaller and more compact every time I see him? Where is his face going? It's so he can run through the line. Where is his face going? Like it, Leave him alone. And I feel, oh my God. I feel uncomfortable going to this place, but I will. Go ahead. Like, is, he, is, is everything okay with him? Like, I understand he's eating organically and he's, and he's living off the earth, but his cheeks have disappeared. They are, every time I see him sinking more and more into his mouth, like he, he's going to talk like this soon enough because everything's going to be so tucked in. Is it, did he have work done or is his diet causing his head to shrink? So we understand on this show that uh, Tom Brady eats from the earth and uses it organically, right? We understand that. We're on board with that. Yeah. That he takes care of his body, does things naturally. Oh, I will offer to do this again because I did it during the Super Bowl run. Super Bowl winning. Oh, you're going to do the Brady diet? I'll do the Brady diet when they're in the playoffs. But I, I just want to make sure of one thing. So we're okay with him eating organically and doing things earthy, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, we care we're for not, that? No, don't bring uh, here we go. I know where he's about. Oh, not, yeah. It's not that's, the same thing. Oh, that's cool. He's not eating sticks and stones and mud. <laughs> that's cool. And he's like, mm, this leaf looks extra crisp. Yum, uh-huh. yum, 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 yum. I'm like a brontosaurus. This is, <laughs> le- le- this is legitimately how we do things, right? Like, you said you understand how he, he eats from the earth and eats organically. But the only thing we do with Aaron Rodgers is make jokes about how ayahuasca and doing things are. Just make it make sense. Make it make sense. All right, you understand though how it is. Like he's not he's not walking across flaming coals in order to like connect with the earth. He hasn't gone full hippie mode. He's just eating lots of salads and kale. Yeah, his and his chef tequila. His right. chef makes him these pea chiclets or whatever, and we would flame him if we knew that he was eating that. Aaron Rodgers just comes on and publicly says that he eats pea chiclets, and therefore we we roast him. No, you got to make no, it make no, sense no, to me. No, 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 we don't roast him for eating pea chiclets. We roast him. For eating mud and everything. Bark. Yes. Just saying. Look at this butterfly. It has beautiful colors. It has a lot of protein. In my <laughs> mouth it goes. 
I like the thought of Aaron Rodgers in the forest <laughs> grabbing a butterfly out of midair and telling himself, mm, protein, and yes, eating it. that's exactly In the hypothetical that Jeanette just presented. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. He is, a, he is a caveman that eats only beautiful things. 888-760-3776. More likely, Tom Brady retires or Tom Brady plays somewhere not Tampa. 888-760-3776. Or someplace that he has a connection to. Thank you. There. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So Stone in the break asked, how come you're giving Brock Purdy all this leeway, talking about, oh, potential playoff winner, and maybe he's a... Uh, a temporary answer for the San Francisco 49ers. He looked so good, and Baker Mayfield not willing to go that route after his epic final drive 98-yard triumph last night. And my response to that was, now let's look at the resume. Baker Mayfield beat the Raiders. I mean, crap, three weeks ago they lost to Jeff Saturday, who'd never coached a game in his life in his debut. And uh, Brock Purdy beat the mighty Miami Dolphins. A little bit of difference on the old resume there, Stone. Sure, and let's go back to when he led the Browns to an 11-5 season, right? Went toe-to-toe with the Kansas City Chiefs week one of the NFL season. I mean, the resume can be easily sided with Baker Mayfield. It's just, it's it's annoying to me how, how we decide to pick and choose. See, this is where now we let him have his platform <laughs> to celebrate Baker Mayfield's victory, Jeanette, and now he's going to get defensive. And now he's going to start being unrealistic about Baker Mayfield. Like I said earlier, this is Stone's show today. We are living in it. Keep feeding me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Jenna just wants the sandwiches. That's what, she, that's what uh, she's uh, she's in for. Um, a couple of days ago here on Ken Levick Alive, uh, we, we, we got to talking about panhandlers. And it started as a light conversation, I think. But then it, it got a little heavier. And I'll, I'll admit. I kind of came off as a little bit of a bleep hole, right? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely sure. sort of came off as a little bit of bleep hole about how I perceive those who are are asking for money or asking for things at intersections, and this is all throughout South Florida. And I was sort of dismissive about it. I was almost um, in defiance of it, which I did not. I did not mean for it to come off that way, but listening back, and even in the moment, I could feel that I was coming off as a really big, cold-hearted jerk. Meanwhile, Jeanette will bring leftovers with her for the sole purpose of trying to help somebody who's in that situation. Stone legitimately um, uh, had a, allowed a panhandler to reach into his back seat and take an entire jar of 750 cheese balls out of it uh, and let that, that man have it. Uh, and the man was extremely appreciative. And so... Um, I looked extremely shallow and and heartless coming off of that. And I said, and I said Wednesday that I, because we had a couple of callers say, oh, there's plenty of resources in Palm Beach County to help these people. Uh, but I don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's that easy. And I said that maybe it would be good for us to use this platform to let people know who are either in a situation where they are downtrodden or someone who knows someone who's in a situation that's downtrodden, where 
they can get help. And so Jeanette, because she is uh, extremely empathetic and because she has a very, very strong knack for things like this, she has a good heart. Uh, she had a list of services that she put together um, for those who are, are less fortunate in this general listening area of ours at ESPN West Palm. So if you could, Jeanette, just give a, a couple of those so we can, we can put that out into the public sphere and we'll also make sure that we put these out over social media as well. Absolutely. So I'm doing a little bit of a range because it really struck me um, how people were bringing up different scenarios, women, kids, mm-hmm. whatever. So I'm going to start with if you, for some reason, life gets rough, you can't afford lights, elect- electricity, water. There are some programs, there's a low-income house energy assistance program and the low income house water assistance program. Okay. Uh, both of those are in discover.palmbeachgov.org. If you have, if, if you need shelter again, it's re- living down here. The cost is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There are homeless services programs on discover.palmbeachgov.org as well. And uh, there's a homeless coalition of Palm beach County that I have volunteered for personally. Great people when I was doing pageant stuff. So, these are just baseline stuff. You can go deeper, but those sure. are also programs. When I did the Homeless Coalition, they were also like, man, not only do we do this, but we do A, B, C, D, E. So, so if you can't get there, right. you got somewhere else. So that that's a start. Those things are a start. And then there's like the potential. Like if you're down on your luck. Right. And let me tell you a lot of, when I've spoken to a lot of these people who found themselves in these situations, one of the biggest thing is the stigma that comes to it. Let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with asking right. for help. I'm sure that, yes, there is. There are a number of these people that, that feel shame at having to uh, reach out to somebody or ask for help. And what Jeanette's saying is important is that don't feel shame. The only way that you could potentially can be in a more conducive situation is to go and take advantage of these services that are provided to I- you. I think there is a huge strength in saying I need help and uh, taking the formal yes. steps to do so. In every walk of life, not Absolutely. just with this. And I promise you, you are not alone. So this one, um, very personal to me, one I'm very passionate about. If you find yourself in domestic violence, first number you should call is the National Domestic Violence Hotline, 800-799-7233. God forbid you ever have to do it, but let me tell you, I know from a very personal circumstance, Mm -hmm. they help out and they will direct you to where you need to go. If you need something more local, there's the Florida Resource Center for Women. There's Women in Distress, and I've used the I've volunteered for the one in Boca and in Broward County. There is, it's literally where women donate items, and if you find yourself in a situation and you can't afford new blankets for your kid or whatever, they will literally give it to you fantastic organization and again they have pamphlets right there at the register with other places to go to one of my favorite programs that i learned when i was miss florida international uh, 2021 was the mission bridges program which their website is bridgesofpalmbeachcounty.org they have 10 different locations all around palm beach county and on their website alone they have these listed the um palm beach county library by the way i love libraries for many reasons, mm-hmm. but that is one place that you have to do. If, if you don't know where to start, go to the library, get a book, find something inspirational to read, get the power to go up and talk to somebody. Incredible places, libraries. And then also they have deep connections to the Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies Coalition of Palm Beach County, yes. Early Learning Coalition of Palm Beach County. If you can't afford 
supplies or anything. Those people know where to stock you and your kids up. Um, and then going back to the domestic abuse, you have the aid to victims of domestic abuse. Um, and something I, and I, I want to put this up on the pedestal because this is where I first became heavily involved in giving back to the South Florida area. Uh, the Junior League programs, women, I absolutely believe in helping women, especially when they're down in their luck. Um, and I'm now currently part of the Junior League of Boca Raton. They do fantastic work. If you need any advice, head over to the one. I am currently in the process of transferring to the Junior League of West Palm because obviously I'm moving here. Right. So um, go to those programs too. If you don't know where to be, if you want to become involved with any of this stuff, go to a Junior League program. Um, but hopefully that advice helps something. I will put it on social media yeah. and... That's excellent stuff, Jeanette. That is go. absolutely excellent. So I just wanted to to do that because uh, I, I came off as a bit crude, I think, uh, unintentionally on Wednesday. Uh, and Jeanette said, all right, well, let's use this as a, a platform now. And Jeanette, that was awesome. That's well done. At Jeanette and Juice on Twitter, on social media, at Jeanette and Juice. Uh, she's going to put that on social media. So again, if you're one of those people or you know one of those people or several of those people. There is always somewhere to go that could potentially give you the help that you are uh, seeking out. Yeah, I loved every bit of that, and especially the library part because uh, reading books is important. And I, I also know of another NFL quarterback who loves reading books and uh, educating himself. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. He's still caught up on Aaron Rodgers, this guy. That's all I got. This guy can't stop Way with Aaron Rodgers. such a beautiful moment, John. <laughs> He just took a, a bat to it. He just took a bat to the entire thing. <laughs> what is that meme that I always like? Bonk! <laughs> Bonk! <laughs> Bonk. Just, I think reading books are good for people. I uh, respect people who do. That's all I'll say. Can I throw something at this man? <laughs> I know, this guy. Uh, by the way, <laughs> it's not just all the work that Jeanette does in the community, but you also saw her at spring training at the ballpark the Palm Beaches last year as the in-game host of the now world champion, Houston Astros. And by the way, the Astros are indeed back at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. 2023 spring training, ballpark of the Palm Beaches, the home of the Astros and the Washington Nationals. Tickets on sale for spring training, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Come see the champs, come see the Nats, and come see them play. Teams like the Yankees with Aaron Judge and the Boston Red Sox without Sandra Bogarts. See the best teams in baseball, including the World Series champion Astros. Take the field 2023 at the ballpark, the Palm Beaches. That is ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your spring training tickets. We are going to lead you, guide you, Hold your hand into the weekend when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. So it would seem Josh Cohen and the home team have strong feelings about Ken Levick alive. It's close into the weekend Thursday. We could have just put in our second string. No, no, because no, they were on from noon to two. So you can't. Oh, yeah, that's you, true. You can't. JV was on from noon to two. Oh, right now, Stolen Banowitz is listening somewhere in his 1994 Honda Civic. And he's like, really? You come at the king like that? Yeah, you can't be the king and JV. So disrespectful. You yeah. called him the freshman. I mean, I think those guys are the future. It's a long delay there. He did say, though, that's better than the freshman team. So. <sighs> Is it, though? It's kind of one of the same. Will Ken defend his house? Let's find out now. It's time! <laughs> Back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Can we do it again?
Yeah, yeah. Give it, do it again. From the yeah, Anajar and Levine yeah, Studios in downtown yeah, West Palm yeah, Beach, you are listening to yeah, Ken yeah. LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The JV, huh? The J freaking V. I mean, how ridiculous was it today we talked about something that was relevant? Yeah. Like Baker Mayfield's win last night. We should have spent the whole two hours talking about the best ranked candies from the 80s. Oh, no, 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 no. Or, you know, we could sit there and listen to that 4 o'clock hour where we hear Josh Cohen reminisce Mm -hmm. about three decades ago where he would drive in limousines and sign autographs for people. Yeah, it's things that happened 15 years ago, but he would talk about at least twice a week. Oh, like his love affair with Serena Williams. Oh, my God. But he'll reshare the same picture all the time. Oh, each and every week. For sure. Or... You listen to Dean Thomas on that 4 o'clock hour, and he'll uh, ask Home Team Nation to call in and ask if they like soccer. If they like <laughs> the sport of soccer, we could listen to that. But does he even know, like, what, like, football is or soccer? Like, would he be able to tell the difference? I, there's another way you can tune into the home team. We could also listen to Tina Home Team, where she'll, you know what, you know what, I, I have a plethora of things, but... The JV team, that's a little, a little tough to listen to. A little tough, a little tough to listen to. I know. Again, I think we should talk about popular instances from our lives that occurred 30 years ago when we had hair. <gasps> we, can, we can go over uh, Twitter polls that uh, end the day with, uh, oh. But no, 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 but it's okay because then we're going to delete the Twitter polls. Of course. And then we're going to put them back up. Of course. <laughs> So that's what we're going to do. Your lovely words from your JV team here on ESPN 106.3. We're ready, Ken. We are now better from listening from that show between when? Lovely, lovely uh, words from the freshman team here. Well, yeah. Your freshman quarterback, Stone LeBanley. I mean, all we have to do, all the things you just mentioned, we just need to take notes and incorporate those into our show, and maybe we can be on Varsity someday, huh? I dream about those days. And when One I do, day. When those dreams become realities, I will remind you for two hours straight, Monday through Friday. <laughs> One day. Uh, hey, we're just getting our reps in on the JV, right? <laughs> That's getting it. Getting our reps in. We're on taking notes from varsity. Yeah, it's, right, right. What, what it's for to get our reps no, in. No, you're right. But, but you're at the JV, though. The JV features features someone who is on air more than any other sports personality in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast on a daily basis in Ken Levicka. Mm. That's right. That's the JV. Mm. That's the JV. Division one play-by-play voice for 15 years. It doesn't sound like JV, though. Man, yeah, no. It's, it's apparently it's the JV. Those aren't varsity sports. Yeah, yeah. No, th- this, this features someone who has been on the air for damn near a decade in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast and is the, the most recognizable woman sports personality in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast, Jeanette Javier. But that's the JV. No. That's the JV. No, that's JV. Uh, someone who who played Division One college football oh. as a high school legend in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast uh, and, and won a playoff game, uh, D1, who also happens to be working for ESPN oh, that's and right. on nationally syndicated radio. Um, but that's JV. You're right. Yeah. Not, not just a national, 42 different nationally syndicated radio stations. Hmm. Just getting reps in here, you, baby. Guys, do better, Stone. Do better. It's the JV. It's the JV. Thanks for the notes, Varsity. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll get the call. Hey, uh, do we have time for an injury emporium? Of course we right, do. Let's, let's do hit it. it. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. Talking about pecs. Looks like Taron Armstead's going to give it a go. Ooh! He's going to be a game-time decision, but he's been practicing all week with the Dolphins. The left tackle may be back against the Chargers Sunday night. 
Let's go, Tua. It's big news. Let's go, Dolphins. Eric Fisher, Taryn Armstead. Oh, right. Unpenetrable. I'm going to miss you, Jimmy G. <laughs> Godspeed, Jimmy G. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. In a second, I want Jeanette to hear something that Tom Brady talked about yesterday as her Buccaneers and her Tommy get set to play the San Francisco 49ers this weekend out in San Fran. I miss Jimmy G already. (laughs) We all do. We... We all do. Who is your, um, other than Brady, who is your replacement quarterback now that Jimmy G, is? and by the way, Jimmy G, nothing to do with his play. It's everything to do with how everything he looks. Else. Yeah. How is, who is your replacement quarterback with Jimmy G shelf for the year now? Other than Tommy. Nobody right now. Really? Yeah. I feel like we should window shop. We should go window shopping with Jimmy. You guys Jeanette. want to do the research for, sure. for me? Make a case. At Ken Levick Alive, we have no problem objectifying NFL players, and that's what we're going to do with Jimmy. I Jeanette. do it all the time. <laughs> I just have a platform to announce it. <laughs> she has the platform, and she doesn't care. Try and cancel her. She's going to keep objectifying NFL quarterbacks. Come at me, bros! <laughs> Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle joint repair Placement, spine and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. So we were, before we hear from Tom Brady, we were discussing, is there a certain age where married couples decide it's easier to sleep in different rooms or at least sleep in different beds? Um, and, and why would that be the case? And Jeanette's thing is, I'm never going to stop wanting to have a physical component to the relationship. And that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's special because I, I think it, it, there's no doubt that, that um, intercourse is a, a, a key component to, I think, for many, human happiness. Yes. Like, there's a reason it exists. There's a reason that it exists in order to... Pro, uh, as long as you don't abuse it. Right. <laughs> it's but, not an addiction. But there's yes. a reason that it it, it exists to, to procreate. It's because... And, and humans are the only species that find it to be desirable, right? And there's a reason for that. So it should be happening. That said, when you get to a certain age, it becomes more and more difficult. Uh, and some just lose the desire altogether. There are chemical imbalances that take place. And Jeanette's saying, ah! Well, there's stuff that can fix that. Yeah, but that costs money, and that takes time. So maybe for some people, it's just not a viable option for them, right? And so uh, maybe, you know, separating beds, the love is still there, but the physical component's not, so you might as well sleep in comfort, exist in comfort. Um, and, And then I got this message from Chris during the break, and we're trying to figure out at what point does one make the decision to separate a better sleep in a different room, knowing that the marriage is fine, it's good, you're a partnership, but there's just no ability to and no need to sleep in the same bed any longer. It doesn't change anything. You're just not in the same bed. Chris um, tweets in, Ken, stop talking about this. You have zero data. 
Not dating. What are you talking about? If people sleep in other rooms, it's not because of sex. It's because a bad sleeper, one gets up 10 times a night, or snores. The sleep apnea mask actually fixes the problem. Stone. Like, it's not that serious. Why? That comes off as angry. Why, Chris, why is Chris angry? Zero, zero data. What data are we talking about? There's no data to be had. We're not, s- we're not talking about data. We're talking about why somebody would stop sleeping in the same bed as an old age married couple. That requires zero data. And is what are it you weird, talking about? Is it weird for me to hear that people stop doing the boom boom after they, after they get at a certain age and sleep in different beds? But, but it, to Chris's point, like outside of him being snippy and angry, which again is really a weird response to what we were talking about. Um, the prostate issues, peeing 10 times a night, you as a partner certainly of older, once you get to an older age, like it disrupts your sleep if your partner is peeing 10 times a night, which absolutely happens, especially in the male realm. You understand why that would be annoying, right? For sure, yeah. Okay. Um, uh, sleep apnea. I, I come from a family of people that suffer greatly from sleep apnea. I, in a different life, when I was a little bit bigger, um, uh, I had very bad sleep apnea and was a bad snorer. And so I could certainly understand why if you're at a certain age and you don't have a mask to treat that and the masks absolutely work. And Chris, again, sorry to offend your sensibilities. We weren't trying to offend those that are pro sleep apnea mask. I didn't realize that that was mm, a thing. Wait. Sleep apnea masks are very good and very positive and absolutely work. I want to put that on public record before we make somebody else angry. But that would be a reason why you would sleep in a different bed or a different room as well. So Chris is right on that account. Is that what the chicken rotisserie thingies, the skewers? Yes, it was. Okay. Yes, it was. But I appreciate you for giving that data out there for <laughs> anybody who's uh, yeah. who needs it. We, we're the, the, there's the data. Mm-hmm. What? The data. <laughs> the, 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 the data came from at what age, you know, do you separate the beds, I think. We'll, we'll leave it alone, but I think that's what data he was looking for. Like, you're you're pretending to know at what age. 81 and a half years is the average age of when you separate the beds. There's your data. And do me a big favor and, what? and cut the, 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 the bites of me just saying absolutely not. I'm going to plan to be as physical as possible till I'm six feet under the ground. <laughs> and save that and send it to whoever I seriously date. As oh, my friend, you know? yeah, yeah, because they're going to need to know that before. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll get that done in post production <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady yesterday is headed back home to the Bay Area, born and raised in California. He's going to play the San Francisco 49ers, and I thought it was really sweet. Um, he was talking about he was talking about what it means to him to go back home and all of his memories, um, especially competing in sports and his friends back home. Here's um, here's here's Tom Brady. I had so many friends growing up there, and, and Sarah was a great baseball school, and I loved baseball. I started playing football and, and fell in love with football because of the camaraderie of it all. And um, I was always the kid that was trying to prove myself to everyone. And, you know, there was one thing in sports that I was really good in basically a lot of sports. I was really good in baseball, threw the ball well. I hit the ball really well. I was really good in golf. I was good in any sport I was really good at. I'm good in ping pong. I'm good in darts. I'm good. It's, I just can't run. <laughs> and I can't jump. So running and jumping are a problem. So I always tried to work hard at those things. You know, so I put the dot drills down because those would help move my feet faster. And, you know, that really helped me, I think, get into college. And then I kept working at it, and I still work at it. I was out there working on my running today. You know, Griff's going, man, you got to move faster than that, man. You're just not moving as quick today, you know, which is, I can't afford to be, 
you know, 80% of my quickness because that's really slow. I got to be 100% of my slowness, which gives me at least a fighting chance. So, um, yeah, I just keep working. I, I worked at it when I was in high school. I worked at, you know, I woke up every day at six o'clock and I, I tell my kids, man, I, um, I, I wasn't a great student. You know, I had no interest in school. You know, I just. I guess you ran for class president your freshman year. Yeah, I lost. I lost that. I, I wouldn't have been good at that. I, I was good in sports and I found a good profession for it. So um, lucky to find a lot of people were in my life that supported me in that journey. And parents were at the top of the list. Sisters motivated me. You know, I was always cheering them on you know, up at Beresford Park and Hillsdale High School. And, um, you know, it was just a just a kid growing up like all of us were and trying to trying to have some fun and here I am many years later and going back and gonna try to go home and, and uh give people what they want so that's what we'll try to do man it, it's cool to hear a guy going back home who talks about what school was like for him and high school was like for him and playing sports was like for him and all the friends and all the influences and I love the anecdote about running for class president and going back and everyone that supported him and going back home to give the people what they want and it occurred to me that in 2023 dare I say Tom Brady San Francisco 49ers quarterback Jeanette that's what you're ending this with you did all of that to drop that. It just sounds words. like the man's wistful about Ooh. home. And it looks like the San Francisco 49ers, maybe, just maybe, could be a landing spot for him. Yeah. But he's not ready to hang it up. You know, that's why you're uh, a pretty darn good professional. Because my mind did not even go there listening to that. I but, don't. I, w- I had a compl- I was building reactions in my mind. Like, I was, oh, this is great. This uh, is what I'm going to say. Well, and then he dropped that petty. <laughs> Poop. I'm, <Poop>. just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like. Doesn't he sound as if he feels a deep connection with the Bay Area? You know, for sure. And if his ending wish is to retire to the football team that he grew up adoring, I think he has earned the respect. Well, this is very mature. To do so. Wow. That is very mature. Am I going to cry and be an absolute mess on this show and show up with a bottle of wine in my little turvis <laughs> side right here? Right here? No, I actually... Oh, 150%. Well, the bottle of wine, fine, but I like the idea of you having something in a paper bag and you walking in here just stumbling. Mm. Ah, a Four loco. I miss Tommy. No, you want yeah. No, let's not have me drink a four loco. Four loco, by the place. way, has to be drank out of a paper bag, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't. Yes. Mandated. No, no it doesn't. 100% mandated. It Proud, honey. No. <laughs> Loud and proud. 100% mandated. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. it's, it, it, it's A Colt 45 paper bag. <laughs> yeah. Four loco Colt 45. King Cobra. It is, uh, it is really interesting you bring it up because I don't think the Buccaneers necessarily say no to getting rid of Tom Brady and bringing in Jimmy Garoppolo. Right? Like, I'm sure they're oh on the winning God, side, the cheaper w- <gasps> side of that. But they can't trade, though, right? Because the because Brady, this is only a one-year deal with him, right? Mm-hmm. Whatever way there is to get it done, I think you're right. Tom Brady does sound like he is inching towards that. That was a little weird. That was a little weird. I'm surprised you took that angle because I was more so going to say, like, imagine if someone else got up to the podium and started talking like that. You would then ask yourself, who cares? Who gives? Yeah, yeah, but let's put it this way. Do we we think it's more likely that Tom Brady retires after this season or Tom Brady plays for a different team than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season or next season? I think... If he can get to the 49ers, if he can get to somewhere he wants to, then he'll play another season. 
But if if that door's closed, then no. He will he will be dictating to whoever what his what plan he wants. Is. He's going to be the one who's on the front foot with all of and that. And as a Tampa Bay fan, I am okay with that. If he were to go to like the Panthers or yeah. something who yeah. just need a quarterback now, or the Saints, I'd be like, what are you doing? Right, that would be weird. Now, what the hell are we doing? Because you guys are talking about this in a positive light. You as a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan just said you'd be okay with it. What about Mr. Aaron Rodgers? We're going to mope, whine, and complain when he leads his march to where he wants to go, when he dictates where he wants to go. We're going to shine that in a negative light saying, of course, he's going to try to get what he wants because why hasn't he ever? Why are we bringing up Aaron Rodgers? We're talking about Tom Brady. There's no difference between the two situations at all. They're They're two completely different players. It's the exact same situation. They're both on the decline of their careers. They're both getting pushed out of where they're at. They're both... Have tried no. to retire already. They both have come back. They both have, have quarrels in their well, organization. One's going to the playoffs this year, probably, and one's not. Tom Brady is not being pushed out the door. One plays in the NFC South, and one plays in the AFC North with a 10 and 2 Minnesota Vikings. And also, team. everybody respects and adores playing for Tom Brady. Or I don't know if everybody, but most people. Yes, that's accurate. And, and by the way, more, both, way more than Aaron Rodgers. Both Brady and Garoppolo free agents after this right. season, so maybe the Buccaneers would go get Jimmy G. Now, let me ask you this hypothetical. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. Give me, give me. Say you lose Brady, but you gain a Garoppolo. Uh, what is that going to do to your world? <laughs> She's I'll lost control wine. of her arms. She's just <laughs> T-Rexing the table right now. Um, I've been compared to a T-Rex way too many times. Can we stop? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, but but, but do, do you think Tom Brady walks away? What's more likely, Stone? Tom Brady walks away after this year? No matter what the Buccaneers do. Tom Brady walks away after this year, or he plays in San Francisco? Um, or plays away from Tampa Bay? God, it, it's loaded, but I'm going to agree with exactly what Jeanette said. It depends on who is at the front door. And if nobody's at the front door that he likes or wants to open the door to, he's gone. He's done. He'll hang now, it up. If you're San Francisco, who would you rather have, Brady or Rodgers? Brady. Hands down. It's a really tough argument because you're talking about a guy who's seven years older, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, See, that's, and, and that's the thing, Jeanette. Like, Brady is probably less drama because he's going to like tow company line most of the time. The most edgy stuff he does is on social media. And way more accomplished overall. But I would say Aaron Rodgers maybe on a play-by-play basis is more effective than Tom Brady is. Especially in that West Coast offense, right? When a lot of it does implement some of the zone read stuff, some of that RPO, some of that getting outside of the hashes and outside of the pocket and making things happen. Yeah, I think I would lean Aaron Rodgers there. What is... What is more likely to happen, do you think? Tom Brady, who wistfully spoke about his time growing up in California. What is more likely to happen? Tom Brady retiring or Tom Brady playing in a place not Tampa Bay? Okay, can you, you need to add a different element to that, though. Going to somewhere he wants to play. Or somewhere he wants. Yeah, away from Tampa Bay. Yes, retiring or going to someplace not Tampa Bay. That is a good fit for him. That he's personally passionate that, about. Okay. Right. Right. Because you're right. He's not going to go to the Bears. It's he's my, not going to go to Houston. I absolutely love what I do here at ESPN West Palm. But if the Orlando Magic were like, hey, mm. we need an in-game host oh, right now. Course. Tomorrow. Guess where I'm going. Yeah. I'm sorry. Tom Brady, more likely to retire after this year. And keep in mind, his team's probably going to win the South. 
and it's probably going to go to the playoffs as mid as they might be. They're probably going to be a playoff team and host a playoff. Game. Now we kind of solidified that Monday night. They are underdogs to the San Francisco 49ers led by Mr. Brock Purdy. They are three and a half point underdogs. Really? To Brock Purdy. I didn't realize that Just they were. put that out uh, there. Yeah. All right. Should I put my money on that? I mean, you, my $60? You very well could. More likely for Tom Brady to retire or play for a team not the Tampa Bay Buccaneers next year. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Jay in Jupiter. What's going on, Jay? So let me make sure I'm getting this correct, Ken. So, Jeanette, I have an opportunity to go out with the, the lovely 25-year-old Jeanette, right? And I pass. No, I'm good. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to chill out. So then 10 years later, she comes on the market again. She's divorced. She's still a babe. I got an opportunity to go out with her again. No, I'm good. I'm going to pass. Jeanette is now 52 years old. Now I'm going to go out with Jeanette? <laughs> That's what you're trying to tell me with my 49ers? Because we've had ample opportunity to get involved with Tom Brady. Yeah. Ample. Yeah. So now, on opening night, he's going to be 46 years old. <laughs> and so, like, third time around, you're going to give it you a profile. You are <laughs> oh, my God. oh man! So so let me let me Finally. ask you this. I'm legit but Jay, Thank Jay, you, Jay, in this hypothetical, what about the the crazy girl that you sort of of flirted with, but you never really committed to, and suddenly they become available at age like 41 and feeling frisky, fresh off of a divorce, and they still have a, a really strong, a hot body. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers, and and she becomes available. How are you? Are you pursuing that? Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that part because you do understand that at this particular time, I'm pretty well adjusted. Do I want to get involved in that? No, I don't. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm pretty well adjusted at this point where we are. If I get involved in that, you could actually wreck what I'm doing right now. I'm not saying that it could be bad. You could wreck me. You could end up wrecking my credit. You could end up getting me in trouble. <laughs> I don't want to get everything. involved with Aaron Rodgers now. <laughs> I'll uh, take everything. No. Oh, man. That is right. Mm-hmm. So then what is the third part of this for you, Jay? Are you ready to rock out with Rock Purdy if they do get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, or do you just want to pick up somebody's backup? Are you okay with that? Ken, you're going to kill me for this, but he just looked like he knew what he was doing. He kind of looked did. like a guy. He, said he looked like a guy who, like, something breaks in your house, and then, like, your nephew shows up. And in the process of your nephew showing up, he, like, drops the wrench. But then he picks it up. And then you watch him and be like, okay, he knows what he's doing. Just get yep. out of his way. Let him do it. Yep. He, he, now, is this my mechanic for is this my mechanic for the duration? No, but I think I'm gonna hold on to him for a little while. Yeah, it can I be a placeholder. Jay, I don't I'm know. out I'm out on Jimmy G though. I'm out on Jimmy G. I'm out. What mm. about physically? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Lord. I'm, I'm out. I'm out on Jimmy G. I'm out. <laughs> All the way around. I'm out on Jimmy G. This is the second time in three years yeah. and season ending injuries, which wrecked our season, by the way. Yep. Yep. Well, I can't depend on your best ability is your availability. And if you can't stay healthy, there's no reason for me to continue to invest in you. I'm out on Jimmy G, yo. And I loved him. I was a huge Jimmy G guy, but I'm out. He can't stay healthy. Yeah. I'm out. I think that's fair. Jay, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Now, Brock Purdy, I'm not mad at Jay for that because Brock Purdy kind of looks like a guy who played or made 47 starts in college and had a run first offense that he was able to manage. And don't you trust Kyle Shanahan? Right. Don't you like Brock, Purdy, Brock Purdy's not like a championship caliber, but can he be a placeholder for a couple of years and make you competitive? Yeah. Don't you trust Sean McVay? Don't you think Baker Mayfield, who has starts in the NFL and has led a team to an 11-5 record, don't you think he's worthy of being a placeholder in the NFL or starting next year? 
We're talking about Brock Purdy here, a rookie, a 22-year-old kid. If he can humble himself. Sure. If Baker can humble himself. Sure, if, if Brock Purdy can prove himself. Okay. We're talking about one performance over the Miami Dolphins. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. And maybe we look back even a month from now and we say... Boy, well, we're, we, we, are we silly for Brock, <laughs> jumping on the Brock Purdy? I mean, I mean look, I'm still on. offended that the Dolphins lost to the man. But we, we're the one giving him this life. We're the one giving this kid Brock Purdy oxygen. Ben Solak of the Ringer wrote a whole column today about how Brock Purdy might just be a guy who can win the 49ers playoff games. So that's why I texted you when Jimmy G got out. I was like, I don't want him to be replaced because I was watching Birdie and I was like, even if Jimmy G was able to come back on the field this season... Birdie looked good out there. I mean, it doesn't it doesn't matter. I think honestly, it, it speaks more to the fact that Jimmy G doesn't do a lot in that offense. Right? The Cal, yes. Cal Shanahan makes it very easy. Yes. So I didn't wasn't impressed with yes. Brock Purdy. I said, good. He knows the playbook. He understands the assignment. He's in the correct down and distances and executing the right like reason. Jimmy and G, he's not required to do an no. awful lot because you have a very good scheme and you have some absolute elite all pro players around you. And you can work with Kittle and Debo. And run the ball like they do. I was that say, makes your life so much easier. Don't forget about that one. Uh, I think he was number twenty-two. He's top five running back in the league right now, right. Christian McCaffrey. Man, I, I uh, Jay makes a good point. Why go for the old, old, old person? Now that said, what we didn't bring up in this hypothetical is what we were talking about. If it was you and Jay used you as the example at fifty-two, you're still getting it in. Oh, for sure. <laughs> But Jay didn't. I wanted so to I, say that, uh-huh. but I was like, it's yeah, not. Yeah. He was very passionate. But it about was in that. the back of my mind the entire time. I mean. I'd still perform. Uh, can we discuss, too, what is <laughs> still giving 110%. Uh-huh. Um, what is going on with Tom Brady's body? Like, Why is he getting smaller and smaller and more compact every time I see him? Where is his face going? It's so he can run through the line. Where is his face going? Like, it, Leave him alone. And I feel, oh my God. I feel uncomfortable going to this place, but I will. Go ahead. Like, is, he, is, is everything okay with him? I understand he's eating organically and he's and he's living off the earth, but his cheeks have disappeared. They are every time I see him sinking more and more into his mouth, like he he's going to talk like this soon enough because everything's going to be so tucked in. Is it? Did he have work done, or is his diet causing his head to shrink? So we understand on this show that uh, Tom Brady. Eats from the earth and uses it organically, right? We understand that. We're on board with that. Yeah. That he takes care of his body, does things naturally. Oh, I will offer to do this again because I did it during the Super Bowl run, Super Bowl winning. Oh, you're going to do the Brady diet? I'll do the Brady diet when they're in the playoffs. But I, I just want to make sure of one thing. So we're okay with him eating organically and doing things earthy, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, we care we're for not, that? No, don't bring uh, up Oh, here we go. Rogers I know where he's about. Oh, do not. Yeah. It's not that's, the same thing. Oh, that's cool. He's not eating sticks and stones and mud. <laughs> that's cool. And he's like, mm, this leaf looks extra crisp. Uh-huh. Yum, 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 yum. I mean, like this, <laughs> this is legitimately how we do things, right? Like, you said you understand how he, he eats from the earth and eats organically. But the only thing we do with Aaron Rodgers is make jokes about how ayahuasca and doing things are. Just make it make sense. Make it make sense. All right, you understand though how it is. Like he's not he's not walking across flaming coals in order to like connect with the earth. He hasn't gone full hippie mode. He's just eating lots of salads and kale. Yeah, his and his chef tequila. His right. chef makes him these pea chiclets or whatever, and we would flame him if we knew that he was eating that. Aaron Rodgers just comes on and publicly says that he eats pea chiclets, and therefore we we roast him. No, you got to make no, it no, make no, sense no, to me. No, 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 no. We don't roast him for eating pea chiclets. We roast him. For eating mud and everything. Bark. Yes. 
Just saying. Look at this butterfly. It has beautiful colors. It has a lot of protein. In my <laughs> mouth it goes. I like the thought of Aaron Rodgers in the forest <laughs> grabbing a butterfly out of midair and telling himself, mm, protein, and yes, eating it. that's exactly In the what hypothetical that Jeanette just presented. <laughs> that's what I'm going he is a He is a caveman that eats only beautiful things. 888-760-3776. More likely, Tom Brady retires or Tom Brady plays somewhere not Tampa. 888-760-3776. Or someplace that he has a connection to. Thank you. There. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for this knowledge. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Alive on ESPN 106.3. So, Stone in the Break asked, how come you're giving Brock Purdy all this leeway Talking about, oh, potential playoff winner, and maybe he's a, a a temporary answer for the San Francisco 49ers. He looked so good, and Baker Mayfield not willing to go that route after his epic final drive 98-yard triumph last night. And my response to that was, well, let's look at the resume. Baker Mayfield beat the Raiders. I mean, crap, three weeks ago they lost to Jeff Saturday, who'd never coached a game in his life. In his debut. And uh, Brock Purdy beat the mighty Miami Dolphins. A little bit of difference on the old resume there, Stone. Sure. And let's go back to when he led the Browns to an 11-5 season, right? Went toe-to-toe with the Kansas City Chiefs week one of the NFL season. I mean, the resume can be easily sided with Baker Mayfield. It's just, it's it's annoying to me how, how we decide to pick and choose. See, this is where now... We let him have his platform to celebrate <laughs> Baker Mayfield's victory, Jeanette, and now he's going to get defensive. And now he's going to start being unrealistic about Baker Mayfield. Like I said earlier, this is Stone show today. We are living in it. Keep feeding me. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Jeanette just wants the sandwiches. That's what, she, that's what uh, she's, uh, she's in for. Um, a couple of days ago here on Ken Levick Alive, uh, <laughs> We, we, we got to talking about panhandlers, and it started as a light conversation, I think, but then it, it got a little heavier, and I'll, I'll admit, I kind of came off as a little bit of a bleephole, right? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely sure. sort of came off as a little bit of bleephole about how I perceive those who are, are asking for money or asking for things at intersections, and this is all throughout South Florida, and I was sort of dismissive about it. I was... Almost um, in defiance of it, which I did not, I did not mean for it to come off that way. But listening back, and even in the moment, I could feel that I was coming off as a really big, cold-hearted jerk. Meanwhile, Jeanette will bring leftovers with her for the sole purpose of trying to help somebody who's in that situation. Stone legitimately um, uh, had a allowed a panhandler to reach into his back seat and take an entire jar of 750 cheese balls out of it uh, and let that that man have it. Uh, and the man was extremely appreciative. And so um, I looked extremely shallow and and heartless coming off of that. And I said, and I said Wednesday that I. Because we had a couple of callers say, oh, there's plenty of resources in Palm Beach County to help these people. Uh, but I don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's that easy. And I said that maybe it would be good for us to use this platform to let people know who are either in 
a situation where they are downtrodden or someone who knows someone who's in a situation that's downtrodden where they can get help. And so Jeanette, because she is uh, extremely empathetic and because she has a very, very strong knack for things like this, she has a good heart. Uh, she had a list of services that she put together um, for those who are, are less fortunate in this general listening area of ours at ESPN West Palm. So if you could, Jeanette, just give a, a couple of those so we can we can put that out into the public sphere and we'll also make sure that we put these out over social media as well. Absolutely. So I'm doing a little bit of a range because it really struck me um, how people were bringing up different scenarios, women, kids, mm-hmm. whatever. So I'm going to start with if you, for some reason, life gets rough, you can't afford lights, elect- electricity, water. There are some programs, there's a low-income house in- energy assistance program and the low income house water assistance program. Uh, Both of those are in discover.palmbeachgov.org. If you have, if if you need shelter again, it's living down here. The cost is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. There are homeless services programs on discover.palmbeachgov.org as well. And uh, there's a homeless coalition of Palm beach County that I have volunteered for personally. Great people when I was doing pageant stuff. So, these are just baseline stuff. You can go deeper, but those sure. are also programs. When I did the Homeless Coalition, they were also like, man, not only do we do this, but we do A, B, C, D, E. So, so if you can't get there, right. you got somewhere else. So that that's a start. Those things are a start. And then there's like the potential. Like if you're down on your luck. Right. And let me tell you a lot of, when I've spoken to a lot of these people who found themselves in these situations, one of the biggest thing is the stigma that comes to it. Let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with asking right. for help. I'm sure that, yes, there is. There are a number of these people that, that feel shame at having to uh, reach out to somebody or ask for help. And what Jeanette's saying is important is that don't feel shame. The only way that you potentially can be in a more conducive situation is to go and take advantage of these services that are provided to I- you. I think there is a huge strength in saying I need help and taking the formal yes. steps to do so. In every walk of life, not Absolutely. just with this. And I promise you, you are not alone. So this one, um, very personal to me, one I'm very passionate about. If you find yourself in domestic violence, first number you should call is the National Domestic Violence Hotline, 800-799-7233. God forbid you ever have to do it, but let me tell you, I know from a very personal circumstance, Mm -hmm. they help out and they will direct you to where you need to go. If you need something more local, there's the Florida Resource Center for Women. There's Women in Distress, and I've used the one, I've volunteered for the one in Boca and in Broward County. There is, it's literally where women donate items, and if you find yourself in a situation and you can't afford new blankets for your kid or whatever, they will literally give it to you fantastic organization and again they have pamphlets right there at the register with other places to go to one of my favorite programs that i learned when i was miss florida international uh, 2021 was the mission bridges program which their website is bridgesofpalmbeachcounty.org they have 10 different locations all around palm beach county and on their website alone they have these listed the um palm beach county library by the way i love libraries for many reasons, mm-hmm. but that is one place that you have to do. If, if you don't know where to start, go to the library, get a book, find something inspirational to read, get the power to go up and talk to somebody. 
incredible places, libraries. And then also they have deep connections to the Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies Coalition of Palm Beach County, yes. Early Learning Coalition of Palm Beach County. If you can't afford supplies or anything, those people know where to stock you and your kids up. Um, and then going back to the domestic abuse, you have the aid to victims of domestic abuse. Um, and something I, and I, I want to put this up on the pedestal because this is where I first became heavily involved in giving back to the South Florida area. Uh, the Junior League programs, women, I absolutely believe in helping women, especially when they're down in their luck. Um, and I'm now currently part of the Junior League of Boca Raton. They do fantastic work. If you need any advice, head over to the one. I am currently in the process of transferring to the Junior League of West Palm because obviously I'm moving here. Right. So um, go to those programs too. If you don't know where to be, if you want to become involved with any of this stuff, go to a Junior League program. Um, but hopefully that advice helps something. I will put it on social media yeah. and... That's excellent stuff, Jeanette. That is go. absolutely excellent. So I just wanted to to do that because uh, I I came off as a bit crude, I think, uh, unintentionally on Wednesday. Uh, and Jeanette said, "All right, well, let's use this as a, a platform now." And Jeanette, that was awesome. That's well done. At Jeanette and Juice on Twitter, on social media, at Jeanette and Juice, uh, she's going to put that on social media. So again, if you're one of those people or you know one of those people or several of those people. There is always somewhere to go that could potentially give you the help that you are uh, seeking out. Yeah, I loved every bit of that, and especially the library part because uh, reading books is important. And I, I also know of another NFL quarterback who loves reading books and uh, educating himself. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. He's still caught up on Aaron Rodgers, this guy. That's all I got. This guy can't stop with Aaron Rodgers. such a beautiful moment, John. <laughs> He just took a, a bat to it. He just took a bat to the entire thing. <laughs> what does that mean? That I always like, like bonk. <laughs> bonk. <laughs> bonk. Just, I think reading books are good for people. I uh, respect people who do. That's all I'll say. Can I throw something at this man? <laughs> I know, this guy. Uh, by the way, <laughs> it's not just all the work that Jeanette does in the community, but you also saw her at spring training at the ballpark, the Palm Beaches last year, as the in-game host of the now world champion, Houston Astros. And by the way, the Astros are indeed back at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. 2023 spring training, ballpark of the Palm Beaches, the home of the Astros and the Washington Nationals. Tickets on sale for spring training, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Come see the champs, come see the Nets, and come see them play. Teams like the Yankees with Aaron Judge and the Boston Red Sox without Sandra Bogarts. See the best teams in baseball, including the World Series champion Astros. Take the field 2023 at the ballpark, the Palm Beaches. That is ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your spring training tickets. We are going to lead you, guide you, Hold your hand into the weekend when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. So it would seem Josh Cohen and the home team have strong feelings about Ken Levick alive. It's close into the weekend Thursday. We could have just put in our second string. No, no, because no, they were on from noon to two. So you can't. Oh, yeah, that's you, true. You can't. JV was on from noon to two. Oh, right now, Stolen Banowitz is listening somewhere in his 1994 Honda Civic. <laughs> And he's like, really? You come at the king like that? Yeah, you can't be the king and JV. So disrespectful. You called him the freshman. I mean, I think those guys are the future. It's a long delay there. He did say, though, that's better than the freshman team. So. <sighs> Is it, though? It's kind of one of the same. Will Ken defend his house? Let's find out now. It's time! <laughs> 
Time back to Ken LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? From the yeah, Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown yeah, West Palm yeah. Beach, you are listening to yeah, Ken yeah. LaVeca Live on ESPN 106.3. The JV, huh? The J freaking B. I mean, how ridiculous was it today we talked about something that was relevant? Yeah. Like Baker Mayfield's win last night. We should have spent the whole two hours talking about the best ranked candies from the 80s. Oh, no, 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 no. Or, you know, we could sit there and listen to that 4 o'clock hour where we hear Josh Cohen reminisce about mm-hmm. three decades ago where he would drive in limousines and sign autographs for people. Yeah, it's things that happened 15 years ago, but he would talk about at least twice a oh, week. Oh, like his love affair with Serena Williams. Oh, my God. But he'll reshare the same picture all the time. Oh, each and every week. For sure. Or... You can listen to Dean Thomas on that 4 o'clock hour, and he'll uh, ask Home Team Nation to call in and ask if they like soccer. If they like <laughs> the sport of soccer, we could listen to that. But does he even know, like, what like, football is or soccer? Like, would he be able to tell the difference? I, there's another way you can tune into the home team. We could also listen to Tina Home Team, where she'll, you know what, you know what, I, I have a plethora of things, but... The JV team, that's a little, a little tough to listen to. A little tough, a little tough to listen to. I know. Again, I think we should talk about popular instances from our lives that occurred 30 years ago when we had hair. Well, we, can, we can go over uh, Twitter polls that uh, end the day with, uh, oh. But no, 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 but it's okay because then we're going to delete the Twitter polls. Of course. And then we're going to put them back up. Of course. <laughs> So that's what we're going to do. Your lovely words from your JV team here on ESPN 106.3. We're ready, Ken. We are now better from listening from that show between when? Lovely, lovely uh, words from the freshman team here. Well, yeah. Your freshman quarterbacks, Don LeBanlin. I mean, all we have to do, all the things you just mentioned, we just need to take notes and incorporate those into our show, and maybe we can be on Varsity someday, huh? I dream about those days. and when One I do, day. When those dreams become realities, I will remind you for two hours straight, Monday through Friday. <laughs> One day. Uh, hey, we're just getting our reps in on the JV, right? <laughs> That's getting it. Getting our reps in. We're on taking the notes from varsity. Yeah, right, right. What's what yeah. for to get our reps no, in? No, you're right. But, but you're right. The JV, though, the JV features features someone who is on air more than any other sports personality in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast on a daily basis in Ken LaVica. Mm. That's right. That's the JV. Mm. That's the JV. Division one play-by-play voice for 15 years. It doesn't sound like JV, though. Man, yeah, no. It's, it's apparently it's the JV. Those aren't varsity sports. Yeah, yeah, no, th- this, this features someone who has been on the air for damn near a decade in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast and is the, the most recognizable woman sports personality in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast, Jeanette Javier. But that's the JV. No. That's the JV. No, that's JV. Uh, someone who who played Division One college football oh. as a high school legend in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast uh, and, and won a playoff game, uh, D1, who also happens to be working for ESPN oh, that's and right. on nationally syndicated radio. Um, but that's JV. You're right. Yeah. Not, not just a national, 42 different nationally syndicated radio stations. Hmm. Just getting reps in here, you, baby. Guys, do better, Stone. Do better. It's the JV. It's the JV. Thanks for the notes, Varsity. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll get the call. Hey, uh, do we have time for an injury emporium? Of course we right, do. Let's, let's do hit it. it. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. Talking about pecs. Looks like Taron Armstead's going to give it a go. Ooh! 
He's going to be a game-time decision, but he's been practicing all week with the Dolphins. The left tackle may be back against the Chargers Sunday night. Let's go, Tua. It's big news. Let's go, Dolphins. Eric Fisher, Taron Armstead. Oh, right. Unpenetrable. I'm going to miss you, Jimmy G. <laughs> Godspeed, Jimmy G. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. So, Stone in the break asked, how come you're giving Brock Purdy all this leeway? Talking about, oh, potential playoff winner, and maybe he's a... Uh, a temporary answer for the San Francisco 49ers. He looked so good, and Baker Mayfield not willing to go that route after his epic final drive 98-yard triumph last night. And my response to that was, now let's look at the resume. Baker Mayfield beat the Raiders. I mean, crap, three weeks ago they lost to Jeff Saturday, who'd never coached a game in his life in his debut. And uh, Brock Purdy beat the mighty Miami Dolphins. A little bit of difference on the old resume there, Stone. Sure, and let's go back to when he led the Browns to an 11-5 season, right? Went toe-to-toe with the Kansas City Chiefs week one of the NFL season. I mean, the resume can be easily cited with Baker Mayfield. It's just, it's, it's annoying to me how, how we decide to pick and choose. See, this is where now we let him have his platform <laughs> to celebrate Baker Mayfield's victory tonight, and now he's going to get defensive. And now he's going to start being unrealistic about Baker Mayfield. Like I said earlier, this is Stone Show today. We are living in it. Keep feeding me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Jenna just wants the sandwiches. That's what, she, that's what uh, she's uh, she's in for. Um, a couple of days ago here on Ken Levicka Live, uh, we, we, we got to talking about panhandlers. And it started as a light conversation, I think. But then it, it got a little heavier. And I'll, I'll admit, I kind of came off as a little bit of a bleep hole, right? Mm-hmm. I, I definitely sure. sort of came off as a little bit of bleep hole about how I perceive those who are are asking for money or asking for things at intersections, and this is all throughout South Florida. And I was sort of dismissive about it. I was almost um, in defiance of it, which I did not. I did not mean for it to come off that way, but listening back, and even in the moment, I could feel that I was coming off as a really big, cold-hearted jerk. Meanwhile, Jeanette will bring leftovers with her for the sole purpose of trying to help somebody who's in that situation. Stone legitimately um, uh, had a, allowed a panhandler to reach into his back seat and take an entire jar of 750 cheese balls out of it uh, and let that, that man have it. Uh, and the man was extremely appreciative. And so... Um, I looked extremely shallow and, and heartless coming off of that. And I said, and I said Wednesday that I, because we had a couple of callers say, oh, there's plenty of resources in Palm Beach County to help these people. Uh, but I don't think it's that easy. I don't think it's that easy. And I said that maybe it would be good for us to use this platform to let people know who are either in a situation where they are downtrodden or someone who knows someone who's in a situation that's downtrodden, where they can get help. And so Jeanette, because she is uh, extremely empathetic 
And because she has a very, very strong knack for things like this, she has a good heart. Uh, she had a list of services that she put together um, for those who are, are less fortunate in this general listening area of ours at ESPN West Palm. So if you could, Jeanette, just give a, a couple of those so we can, we can put that out into the public sphere and we'll also make sure that we put these out over social media as well. Absolutely. So I'm doing a little bit of a range because it really struck me um, how people were bringing up different scenarios, women, kids, mm-hmm. whatever. So I'm going to start with if you, for some reason, life gets rough, you can't afford lights, elect- electricity, water. There are some programs, there's a low-income house in- energy assistance program and the low income house water assistance program. Okay. Uh, both of those are in discover.palmbeachgov.org. If you have, if, if you need shelter again, it's living down here. The cost is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. There are homeless services programs on discover.palmbeachgov.org as well. And uh, there's a homeless coalition of Palm beach County that I have volunteered for personally. Great people when I was doing pageant stuff. So, these are just baseline stuff. You can go deeper, but those sure. are also programs. When I did the Homeless Coalition, they were also like, man, not only do we do this, but we do A, B, C, D, E. So, so if you can't get there, right. you got somewhere else. So that, that's a start. Those things are a start. And then there's like the potential. Like if you're down on your luck. Right. And let me tell you a lot of, when I've spoken to a lot of these people who found themselves in these situations, one of the biggest things is the stigma that comes to it. Let me tell you, there's nothing wrong with asking right. for help. I'm sure that, yes, there is. There are a number of these people that, that feel shame at having to uh, reach out to somebody or ask for help. And what Jeanette's saying is important is that don't feel shame. The only way that you could potentially can be in a more conducive situation is to go and take advantage of these services that are provided to I, you. I think there is a huge strength in saying I need help and uh, taking the formal yes. steps to do so. In every walk of life, not Absolutely. just with this. And I promise you, you are not alone. So this one, um, very personal to me, one I'm very passionate about. If you find yourself in domestic violence, first number you should call is the National Domestic Violence Hotline, 800-799-7233. God forbid you ever have to do it. But let me tell you, I know from a very personal circumstance, Mm -hmm. they help out and they will direct you to where you need to go. If you need something more local, there's the Florida Resource Center for Women. There's Women in Distress. And I've used the one, I've volunteered for the one in Boca and in Broward County. There is, it's literally where women donate items. And if you find yourself in a situation and you can't afford new blankets for your kid or whatever, they will literally give it to you fantastic organization and again they have pamphlets right there at the register with other places to go to one of my favorite programs that i learned when i was miss florida international uh, 2021 was the mission bridges program which their website is bridgesofpalmbeachcounty.org they have 10 different locations all around palm beach county and on their website alone they have these listed the um palm beach county library by the way i love libraries for many reasons, mm-hmm. but that is one place that you have to do. If, if you don't know where to start, go to the library, get a book, find something inspirational to read, get the power to go up and talk to somebody. Incredible places, libraries. And then also they have deep connections to the Healthy Mothers, Healthy Babies Coalition of Palm Beach County, yes. Early Learning Coalition of Palm Beach County. If you can't afford supplies or anything, those people know where to stock you and your kids up. 
Um, and then going back to the domestic abuse, you have the aid to victims of domestic abuse. Um, and something I, and I, I want to put this up on the pedestal because this is where I first became heavily involved in giving back to the South Florida area. Uh, the Junior League programs, women, I absolutely believe in helping women, especially when they're down in their luck. Um, and I'm now currently part of the Junior League of Boca Raton. They do fantastic work. If you need any advice, head over to the one. I am currently in the process of transferring to the Junior League of West Palm because obviously I'm moving here. Right. So um, go to those programs too. If you don't know where to be, if you want to become involved with any of this stuff, go to a Junior League program. Um, but hopefully that advice helps something. I will put it on social media yeah. and... That's excellent stuff, Jeanette. That is go. absolutely excellent. So I just wanted to to do that because uh, I, I came off as a bit crude, I think, uh, unintentionally on Wednesday. Uh, and Jeanette said, all right, well, let's use this as a, a platform now. And Jeanette, that was awesome. That's well done. At Jeanette and Juice on Twitter, on social media, at Jeanette and Juice. Uh, she's going to put that on social media. So again, if you're one of those people or you know one of those people or several of those people. There is always somewhere to go that could potentially give you the help that you are uh, seeking out. Yeah, I loved every bit of that, and especially the library part because uh, reading books is important. And I, I also know of another NFL quarterback who loves reading books and uh, educating himself. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. He's still caught up on Aaron Rodgers, this guy. That's all I got. This guy can't stop with Aaron Rodgers. such a beautiful moment, John. <laughs> He just took a, a bat to it. He just took a bat to the entire thing. <laughs> what does that mean? That I always like, bonk. <laughs> bonk. <laughs> bonk. Just, I think reading books are good for people. I uh, respect people who do. That's all I'll say. Can I throw something at this man? <laughs> I know, this guy. Uh, by the way, it's not just all the work that Jeanette does in the community, but you also saw her at spring training at the ballpark, the Palm Beaches last year, as the in-game host of the now world champion, Houston Astros. And by the way, the Astros are indeed back at the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. 2023 spring training, ballpark of the Palm Beaches, the home of the Astros and the Washington Nationals. Tickets on sale for spring training, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Come see the champs, come see the Nats, and come see them play. Teams like the Yankees with Aaron Judge and the Boston Red Sox without Xander Bogarts. See the best teams in baseball, including the World Series champion Astros. Take the field 2023 at the ballpark, the Palm Beaches. That is ballparkpalmbeaches.com, ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your spring training tickets. We are going to lead you, guide you, Hold your hand into the weekend when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominican Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. So it would seem Josh Cohen and the home team have strong feelings about Ken Levick alive. It's close into the weekend Thursday. We could have just put in our second string. No, no, because no, they were on from noon to two. So you can't. Oh, yeah, that's you, true. You can't. JV was on from noon to two. Oh, right now, Stolen Banowitz is listening somewhere in his 1994 Honda Civic. <laughs> And he's like, really? You come at the king like that? Yeah, you can't be the king and JV. So disrespectful. You called him the freshman. I mean, I think those guys are the future. It's a long delay there. He did say, though, that's better than the freshman team. So. <sighs> Is it, though? It's kind of one of the same. Will Ken defend his house? Let's find out now. It's time! <laughs> Back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Can we do it again? 
From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The JV, huh? The J-freaking-V. I mean, how ridiculous was it today we talked about something that was relevant? Yeah. Like Baker Mayfield's win last night. We should have spent the whole two hours talking about the best ranked candies from the 80s. Oh, no, 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 no. Or, you know, we could sit there and listen to that 4 o'clock hour where we hear Josh Cohen reminisce about mm-hmm. three decades ago where he would drive in limousines and sign autographs for people. Yeah, it's things that happened 15 years ago, but he would talk about at least twice a Oh, week. like his love affair with Serena Williams. Oh, my God. But he'll reshare the same picture all the time. Oh, each and every week. For sure. Or... You listen to Dean Thomas on that 4 o'clock hour, and he'll uh, ask Home Team Nation to call in and ask if they like soccer. If they like <laughs> the sport of soccer, we could listen to that. But does he even know, like, what, like, football is or soccer? Like, would he be able to tell the difference? I, there's another way you can tune into the home team. We could also listen to Tina Home Team, where she'll, you know what, you know what, I, I have a plethora of things, but... The JV team, that's a little, a little tough to listen to. A little tough, a little tough to listen to. I know. Again, I think we should talk about popular instances from our lives that occurred 30 years ago when we had hair. Well, we can we can go over uh, Twitter polls that uh, end the day with, uh, oh. But no, 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 but it's okay because then we're going to delete the Twitter polls. Of course. And then we're going to put them back up. Of course. <laughs> So that's what we're going to do. Your lovely words from your JV team here on ESPN 106.3. We're ready, Ken. We are now better from listening from that show between when? Lovely, lovely uh, words from the freshman team here. Well, yeah. Your freshman quarterback, Stone LeBanlin. I mean, all we have to do, all the things you just mentioned, we just need to take notes and incorporate those into our show, and maybe we can be on Varsity someday, huh? I dream about those days. And when One I do, day. When those dreams become realities, I will remind you for two hours straight, Monday through Friday. <laughs> One day. Uh, hey, we're just getting our reps in on the JV, right? <laughs> That's getting it. Getting our reps in. We're on taking notes from Varsity. Yeah, right, right. What, what yeah. it's for to get our reps no, in. No, you're right. But, but you're right. The JV, though, the JV features features someone who is on air more than any other sports personality in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast on a daily basis in Ken LaVica. Mm. That's right. That's the JV. Mm. That's the JV. Division one play-by-play voice for 15 years. It doesn't sound like JV, though. Yeah, no, it's, it's apparently it's the JV. Those aren't varsity sports. Yeah, yeah, no, th- this, this features someone who has been on the air for damn near a decade in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast and is the, the most recognizable woman sports personality in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast, Jeanette Javier. But that's the JV. No. That's the JV. No, that's JV. Uh, someone who who played Division One college football as oh. a high school legend in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast uh, and, and won a playoff game, uh, D1, who also happens to be working for ESPN oh, and right. on nationally syndicated radio. Um, but that's JV. You're right. Yeah. Not, not just a national, 42 different nationally syndicated radio stations. Hmm. Just getting reps in here, you, baby. Guys, do better, Stone. Do better. It's the JV. It's the JV. Thanks for the notes, Varsity. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll get the call. Hey, uh, do we have time for an injury emporium? Of course we right, do. Let's, let's do hit it. it. Hut! Three! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. Talking about pecs. Looks like Taron Armstead's going to give it a go. Ooh! He's going to be a game-time decision, but he's been practicing all week with the Dolphins. The left tackle may be back against the Chargers Sunday night. 
Let's go, Tua. It's big news. Let's go, Dolphins. Eric Fisher. Taryn Armstead. Oh, right. Unpenetrable. I'm going to miss you, Jimmy G. <laughs> Godspeed, Jimmy G. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. So it would seem Josh Cohen and the home team have strong feelings about Ken LeVick alive. It's close into the weekend Thursday. We could have just put in our second string. No, no, because no, they were on from noon to two. So you can't. Oh, yeah, that's you, true. You can't. JV was on from noon to two. Oh, right now, Stolen Banowitz is listening somewhere in his 1994 Honda Civic. And he's like, really? You come at the king like that? Yeah, you can't be the king and JV. So disrespectful. You yeah. called him the freshman. I mean, I think those guys are the future. It's a long delay there. He did say, though, that's better than the freshman team. So. <sighs> Is it, though? It's kind of one of the same. Will Ken defend his house? Let's find out now. It's time! <laughs> Back to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Can we do it again? Yeah, yeah. Can we do it again? From the yeah, Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown yeah, West Palm yeah. Beach, you again. are listening to yeah, Ken yeah. LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. The JV, huh? The day freaking be. I mean, how ridiculous was it today we talked about something that was relevant? Yeah. Like Baker Mayfield's win last night. We should have spent the whole two hours talking about the best ranked candies from the 80s. Oh, no, 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 no. Or, you know, we could sit there and listen to that four o'clock hour where we hear Josh Cohen reminisce mm-hmm. about three decades ago where he would drive in limousines and sign autographs for people. Yeah, it's things that happened 15 years ago, but he would talk about at least twice a oh, week. Oh, like his love affair with Serena Williams. Oh, my God. But he'll reshare the same picture all the time. Oh, each and every week. For sure. Or... You listen to Dean Thomas on that 4 o'clock hour, and he'll uh, ask Home Team Nation to call in and ask if they like soccer. If they like <laughs> the sport of soccer, we could listen to that. But does he even know, like, what, like, football is or soccer? Like, would he be able to tell the difference? I, there's another way you can tune into the home team. We could also listen to Tina Home Team, where she'll, you know what, you know what, I, I have a plethora of things, but... The JV team, that's a little, a little tough to listen to. A little tough, a little tough to listen to. I know. Again, I think we should talk about popular instances from our lives that occurred 30 years ago when we had hair. <gasps> we, can, we can go over uh, Twitter polls that uh, end the day with, uh, oh. But no, 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 but it's okay because then we're going to delete the Twitter polls. Of course. And then we're going to put them back up. Of course. <laughs> So that's what we're going to do. Your lovely words from your JV team here on ESPN 106.3. We're ready, Ken. We are now better from listening from that show between when? Lovely, lovely uh, words from the freshman team here. Well, yeah. Your freshman quarterback, Stone LeBan. I mean, all we have to do, all the things you just mentioned, we just need to take notes and incorporate those into our show, and maybe we can be on Varsity someday, huh? I dream about those days. And when One I do, day. When those dreams become realities, I will remind you for two hours straight, Monday through Friday. <laughs> One day. Uh, hey, we're just getting our reps in on the JV, right? <laughs> that's getting it. Getting our reps in. We're on taking notes from Varsity. Yeah, that's, right, right. That's what, that's what yeah. it's for, to get our reps no, in. No, you're right. But, but you're at right. the JV, though. The JV features features someone 
who is on air more than any other sports personality in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast on a daily basis in Ken Lavica. Mm. That's right. That's the JV. Mm. That's the JV. Division one play-by-play voice for 15 years. It doesn't sound like JV, though. Man, no, it's, it's apparently it's the JV. Those aren't varsity sports. Yeah, yeah, you know, this, this features someone who has been on the air for damn near a decade in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast and is the, the most recognizable woman sports personality in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast, Jeanette Javier. But that's the JV. No. That's the JV. No, that's JV. Uh, someone who who played Division One college football oh. as a high school legend in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast uh, and, and won a playoff game, uh, D1, who also happens to be working for ESPN oh, and right. on nationally syndicated radio. Um, but that's JV. You're right. Not, not just a national, 42 different nationally syndicated radio stations. Hmm. Just getting reps in here, you, baby. Guys, Do better, Stone. Do better. It's the JV. It's the JV. Thanks for the notes, Varsity. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll get the call. Hey, uh, do we have time for an injury emporium? Of course we right, do. Let's, let's do hit it. it. Hut! Green! Hut! Hut! Oh, no. There's a man down. Talking about pecs. Looks like Taron Armstead's going to give it a go. Ooh! He's going to be a game-time decision, but he's been practicing all week with the Dolphins. The left tackle may be back against the Chargers Sunday night. Let's go, Tua. It's big news. Let's go, Dolphins. Eric Fisher, Taron Armstead. Oh, right. Unpenetrable. I'm going to miss you, Jimmy G. <laughs> Godspeed, Jimmy G. That's Jeanette. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. <laughs>